Hey there, welcome to Beyond the Bikini podcast, where you can enhance your body and your mind. My name is Nicole Ferrier, exercise science grad, certified personal trainer, bikini competitor, and coach. On this podcast, you will learn more about my experience in the fitness industry, competing in bikini competitions, mental health, and how to gain more success in your own life in your fitness journey. So sit back, relax, or power through this cardio session and enjoy. Welcome back, guys. So we are covering one of my favorite topics, and that is the diet's over, now what? I'm going to be focusing primarily on lifestyle people, you know, not necessarily post-competition because that's another situation for another day. Um, That's just because bikini prep takes it to extremes, and you have to deal with the hormonal issues that come along with prep and also the extremes that come with prep. But this is just going to be for someone who has been dieting, has hit their weight loss goal or hit their goal in general, and now they are not wanting to diet anymore. So first, I want to go over what dieting is. Dieting is when you're in a slight caloric deficit, which is yielding fat loss. Now, you can't maintain this forever just simply because your body is going to make adaptations to a lower calorie level. Um, You can start at 2,000 calories, but as your body adapts down each week while you're dieting, your body can run on lower calories. So therefore, someone can be, you know, losing weight at 2,000 calories at the start of their diet, and then it's three months later and they're around 1,400 calories, their body is still losing weight at a slower rate, but, you know, they are at way less calories for the day. And, you know, they might also notice their energy is lower. You know, they're not having as good workouts. They're not as motivated to go to the gym. And, you know, they just want to be done dieting and they want to slowly reintroduce food back into their diet. So a lot of people get nervous about this. They're like, you know what? I I don't know what to do after I hit my weight loss goal. Um, I'm scared of, you know, losing all my progress. I just don't know what to do. Now, a post-dieting phase can be a little bit scary, but it doesn't have to be, you guys. Um, You can approach this in so many different ways. And for me, my favorite way is to approach this phase in a reverse dieting way. And also, you guys see that for me, whenever I am, you know, competing for a show and wanting to come out of a show, I do a strict reverse diet, but then I also follow this up with a mini cut and mini bulk. Now, I'm not one of those who really believes that you should diet and diet hardcore and never have days of higher calorie days or untracked meals. And same goes flip-flopped. I don't believe that you should go into a building phase or non-dieting phase pushing calories as much as you can and never having a day where you're in a caloric deficit. I don't agree with either extremes and I don't see benefits in extremes on either end. It's a nice balance. It's more of what you're doing most of the time versus all of the time. And I find that's when the body is really in a good harmony. So guys, I am going to talk about, you know, how to approach this post diet phase and a couple tips that I have, you know, in regards to maintaining your progress and how to, you know, adjust your diet into this new lifestyle. So the first thing is going to be you need to switch your focus. So a lot of times when you're in a dieting phase, your focus is primarily, you know, losing weight on the scale or seeing changes in your progress pictures consistently week to week. 
Now, I want you to make a short-term goal and a long-term goal. A short-term goal being something that is less than three months, and then a long-term goal that is something that is longer than, you know, six months. So for me, personally, a short-term goal for me whenever I was, you know, post-show was to actually gain weight. I wanted to gain a little bit of weight. I wanted to gain about five to ten pounds and maintain that. So that was my short-term goal. And my long-term goal was to hit the gym consistently at least five times a week of weight training building my body so I can go into my competition season with more muscle mass. And that goal could actually be longer than six months because muscle takes a long time to put on your body. And let's say that's something you want to do. If you're wanting to build more shape to your body, add more muscle mass, that is going to take time and that's not going to happen in a month or two months or even a year if you're really wanting to drastically change your body. Muscle takes time to do and build and takes calories and you cannot be in a caloric deficit, aka dieting, while putting on muscle. The other thing too is recognize that you can't diet forever. Nobody wants to diet forever. Nobody wants to be constantly consumed with food because that's no way to be present in front of your friends and family. That's no way to, you know, really just live life. And I find people who are constantly worried about dieting and never allow themselves to eat more food end up in a very bad binge restrict cycle or more or less I want to say overeating restricting cycle and they don't find that happy medium with food. If you are constantly dieting, I find it's going to set you up for bad behaviors of overeating at times. So when you are approaching this post diet phase, make sure that you tell yourself the food is always going to be there because it will be. You are, you know, not only going to not diet for a month and, you know, somebody's going to take all the food away from you, but allow for yourself to have the things that you want in moderation. And also just tell yourself in this post dieting phase, the food's always going to be there. And yes, my calories may be kind of low right now. My metabolic rate might be a little bit low right now, but I need to be kind to my body, slowly reintroduce calories, drop my cardio, build up my metabolism, and know that I can have treats here and there in moderation. So you guys might be like, whoa, 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 Nicole, go back. You just said drop your cardio and increase your calories. Yes, guys. So that's reverse dieting. Um, each week, kind of like a diet, you work your way down with calories and work your way up with cardio. Now, I want you to flip-flop that and think reverse. So what is the reverse of that? You are decreasing cardio and increasing calories, kind of like stairs. This is something that you want to do after a post-dieting phase because you need your metabolism to get back up to a higher rate so that's going to be done through eating more food. And you also need your body to switch from you know a muscle burning and body fat burning phase to muscle building and just hormonal balance and everything positive that comes from not doing prolonged cardio, such as building and shaping your body. So we need to slowly decrease that cardio as well. And that I find can be really hard for people to do because they enjoy their cardio sessions. They enjoy that, you know, one-on-one time of them not being interrupted. So guys, if you are someone who's having a hard time decreasing your cardio, you know, take your time with it, but maybe switch from a more high intensity cardio to a lower intensity cardio to just simply walking. 
Now, the other thing too I want you guys to focus on after a dieting phase is don't focus so much on the weight and the number on the scale. I want you to focus more on progress pictures and the weight you are lifting in the gym. Switch your goals from weight loss to lifting weights and how strong you can get. If you are hyper-focused on the scale, you're going to get frustrated with seeing the number constantly fluctuate due to sodium changes, um, changes from just glycogen retention in the muscle due to more carbohydrates that you're eating. And I find that a lot of us, you know, we associate our mood with the scale and that's something that you don't need to do right now. You need to allow for your body to grow and repair and rebuild your metabolism. And right now, let's be honest, the number on the scale is not relevant to what your goals are right now, especially if it is to build muscle. So yes, you should use a scale as a way to monitor progress, but if you find yourself getting wrapped up in the number, I recommend taking a break from weighing yourself. There's really no need to do that. So take some progress pictures, make sure you're taking measurements. And also, you know, one thing that you could assess is just your body fat percentage. And you can do this through a bioelectrical impedance scale. Um, There's ones that you can stand on or little handheld devices. I will say that this is not 100% accurate, but nothing is unless you're to do a biopsy on someone, which I'm not going to do that on you guys. I don't think that's ethical. Um, But you can check it through that bioelectrical impedance scale. The other thing too, I mentioned, you know, I'm not a fan of severe caloric deficits or dieting phases or severe caloric surpluses or bulking phases. I truly believe in mini cuts and mini bulks. So how does this work? Um, For myself personally, in my reverse diet, I like to go three weeks in a caloric surplus followed by one week of a cut. Um, So that means my calories are a little bit higher, a little bit over my maintenance for three weeks, followed by one week where they're a little bit below my maintenance level. So what does that do? That allows for me to, you know, put on some good quality muscle tissue within that three weeks and then kind of keeping an eye on the excess body fat that comes with gaining muscle. So yes, when you gain muscle, a little bit of body fat is gained as well. And that's nothing you can prevent, you guys. I'm sorry. Um, Tissue is tissue and those two are attached to each other. So I will say having a heavy caloric surplus, so eating more calories is going to put on the body fat faster, Um, but if you follow it up with one week of cutting the calories, I find that it tends to lower the body fat percentage. And I do this a lot whenever I'm working with my clients. We'll do mini cuts and mini bulks, and their body will recomp beautifully. They are eating more food. They are doing less cardio, and their bodies look completely different. And, you know, sometimes when you're doing this phase, this post-dieting phase, you might find your weight drops a little bit or increases a little bit, and You have to, like I said, ignore the scale, focus on the pictures, and compare them each week, and you will notice changes. Now, I really don't want you to think that just because the diet is over that, okay, now I can gain all the weight I want to gain in the world and eat all the foods. No, no, no. You should still track your macros. You should still check in with yourself and just hold yourself accountable. And some people, you know, you need a coach, you need a trainer to keep an eye on you. That's completely fine. Even... I like to have a trainer, um, especially when I'm in a cutting phase, but you know, my post dieting phase, I'm okay with holding myself accountable, but you know, the post diet is just as important as the cutting phase as well. 
because it requires you to monitor your body, monitor your macros, and making sure that you're not overdoing it in the opposite direction, that you're not overdoing the cardio or overdoing the weight training or being too critical on your body when you see these changes that aren't necessarily purely fat loss. So that's why it's also really nice to have some extra accountability whenever you are in a post-diet phase. Now, I will say that no phase is permanent too. So if you're freaking out about you know adding in calories and doing less cardio and you're afraid that you're going to lose all of your progress, know that your body knows how to get back down through cutting. However, you have to take phases where you take breaks in between these because your body is an adaptation machine. Your body's goal is to keep you alive. So if you're constantly dieting, you can only get so low to where you're not going to get any sort of return from cutting calories. So you need to approach this dieting phase with open arms, which I know can be hard, but you need to trust your body, trust that it needs to rebuild, regrow, and then in, you know, three months time, you can reevaluate and see if you're ready to do a little cut and if your metabolism is ready to do a cut as well. Now, one thing I want to touch upon is the topic of reverse dieting too. Now, reverse dieting can be done in several different ways, and I will be doing a whole podcast on reverse dieting because it is a complex topic. But reverse dieting, in short, I will say the faster you add in calories, the more body fat you're going to gain. So let's say you ended your diet on 1,400 calories and then all of a sudden you jump up to 2,000 calories a day, not really keeping macros in mind, but normally when you're adding in calories too, you're focusing more on the carbs and fats while protein is staying the same. So you're adding in a lot of carbs, adding in a lot of fat fat macros as well, and now your calories are up to 2,000 calories a day after your dieting phase, and you do this within a week's time. I will say that you're going to put on body fat percent, like a higher amount of body fat faster when you add calories like that. You want to slowly add in the calories, so in small increments. And each person is different depending on your genetics, your height and weight, your history of dieting. That's why it really helps to have a coach um, during this process as well. Um, Just adding in little increments of around 50 calories to 100 calories boost of carbohydrate macros and fat macros, I find will minimize the excess fat gain. And I really like to have a structured reverse for at least two months after a dieting phase if the dieting phase was more than 12 weeks. Now, like I said, the longer you're going to diet, the lower your calories are going to get. So then the more fragile and patient you must be with your body after that. So if you're dieting for six months, make sure that you're patient with your body for six months. So it's almost like a give and take. So if I'm going to be really structured and diet down for six months, I also need to work on repairing and regrowing for at least six months. That's a big question I get is, so if I've been dieting this long, how long is it going to take to reverse? I can't give you a clear answer. There's so many variables involved, Um, one of them being your genetics, your diet history. Are you one of those people who have been dieting on and off for 10 years? Um, Also, just your hormonal balance, your stress levels. All of these variables are going to affect your dieting, but also your post-dieting phase as well. 
in short, be patient with your body, be patient with the changes, and you need to really work on that self-love affirmations and switch the focus from purely fat loss to rebuilding and regrowing. Because once you start working for your body again by feeding it and growing it through lifting and not necessarily trying to burn all the calories through cardio, your body will reward you in the long run. Now, one question I really like too is, okay, diet's over, now what? What should I do? Transition your goals and also know that this is going to be a process of reverse dieting and anybody can reverse diet at any time. If your calories are at 1,700 calories, you can still have the goal of wanting to build up your metabolism and build more muscle tissue. If your calories are at 1,000 calories a day, you can still have the same goals of wanting to repair your metabolism, rebuild, and regrow. And even if you're someone who's at 2,000 calories, you can still work on building up your metabolism and building your body. So anyone can reverse diet just as long as you are willing to make those short-term and long-term goals, be patient with your body, and you have the goal of putting on muscle. Ladies, you cannot put on muscle in a caloric deficit. And I get so many girls who inquire on coaching who are wanting to, you know, build bigger glutes, build more athletic toned arms, but they're only wanting to eat 1,400 calories a day or 1,200 calories a day. I hate to break it to you, but you need to eat more food to grow. A lot of times my girls will, you know, fill out their questionnaire and I see where they're at and then I give them their starting macros and they're like, whoa, that seems like a lot of carbs and a lot of fat and really high protein and I, that just seems like a lot of food. It's it's not. Your body will adjust to eating more food and once you get your metabolism up and revving up again, trust me, you're going to want more carbs. I always get those girls that, you know, were afraid to, you know, eat that higher amount of calories and then now we're up to like 1800 to over 2000 calories a day and they're like give me for give me more food give me more food I, i'm loving these carbs i love how they make me feel in the gym and you're gonna find that your energy comes back too one thing i wanted to note on too on this post dieting phase is be patient with your digestion as well your gut can get a little bit sensitive after a dieting phase and that's simply due to it slowing down When you're dieting, everything gets slowed down in your body, your digestion, your speech, your energy, your period might slow down or even stop depending on how strict you got on your dieting phase or how much stress your body was under, but everything gets slowed down. So if you find your digestion is a little bit off on this, you know, post diet phase where you're increasing calories, make sure you're taking a good probiotic, make sure that you're not slamming your body with caffeine um, to because caffeine does irritate the gut. Also make sure that you are keeping tabs on foods that are irritating your gut as well. So you might need a food journal, keeping tabs on things that are causing gas, causing cramping, causing discomfort. That's so important. Your gut health, having a nice healthy gut with consistent bowel movements, aka more than one a day or one a week, you need to at least be having two a day. Having a healthy gut is going to help you feel better, you know, leaner and just more energy too. All right, guys. So I hope that you found this podcast helpful. I know that after a diet, it can be scary to, you know, eat more food, but I'm giving you permission to eat more food. You need to. Um, You need to eat to grow and to change your body and to put on muscle. Don't 
be so focused on eating as little as possible to reach your goals. Work on repairing your metabolism, increasing your calories, saying goodbye to the scale. You don't need a number to validate your progress and work on building up muscle and enjoying the process. Both of these are phases in a fitness journey that you'll see on and on throughout your entire life, but you shouldn't be doing one forever. You shouldn't be constantly, you know, trying to eat as many calories as possible because you will get to a point where you will start to put on body fat if you're eating, you know, 4,000 calories a day. However, you should also not be on the flip-flop of that and constantly be dieting forever because eating 1,000 calories a day is not a sustainable or happy way to live as at I I just don't know of anyone who would be happy eating that little calorie. So make sure that you're not doing that as well. Um, And if you are, know that you can repair it through reverse dieting and being patient with your body. So guys, I hope that you enjoyed today's podcast. Keep in mind, if you're wanting more help with your training and nutrition, check out the description in my bio and you can apply for my coaching at www.nicoleferryfitness.com. If you're not following me on Instagram, I highly suggest that you give me a follow. I post more training and nutrition content on there. And I also have my Macro Mondays and my Workout or Woman Wednesday lives at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Instagram if you're wanting to be a little bit more interactive with me and ask me any questions, all right? So guys, get to eating, increase your macros, And cheers to the holidays because those are coming up and I know a lot of you are coming out of your diet after the summer and you're worried about putting on fat. So don't fear the fat. Be patient. It's hard to do. I know, but I have faith in you and I have faith that you can repair your metabolism. So guys, um, I also specialize in reverse dieting and body recomposition. So if you're needing more help with that, feel free to apply for my one-on-one coaching so I can really keep an eye on you and an eye on your progress. And I'd love to help you reach your goals. You can apply for my one-on-one coaching. The link is found in my Instagram bio, but I will also leave it in the description as well. All right, beautiful. Have a great day and I'll touch base with you later.